Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick continues the first session of the four-part Guidelines for a Happy Home series. This first session is entitled, Principal Pillars of Relationship. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick taught us the reason that people view God differently and then read his text from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 9. Then he brought us two pillars of every relationship and the first three of seven principles of trust. On this broadcast, he brings us the other four and four of seven principles of honor. And now, here's Brother Rick. But God's a vindicator. Eleven years passed, and Wanda thought she had the stomach flu. And nine months later, she got over it. (laughs) And Alicia was born. Lily made my two look perfect. (laughs) How I enjoyed them. What's wrong with her? What's wrong with her? But I remember the kid that as she learned how much I loved her, she was able to release her trust. Did you know that faith works in the atmosphere of love? And as you love someone, I used to sit on top of the refrigerator. Now, her mother would have stroked out. But anyway, I'd sit up and say, jump, uncle, jump. And she'd just bail off her. You know why? Because she would evaluate how much I loved her. And she knew I wouldn't let her hit the ground under no circumstances. I think she jumped off the house. I thought about trying time or two. But the point I'm making is it's not natural to do that. It's supernatural. God has to intervene in that kind of thing. It's an act of faith to trust people. And God's trying to teach us to do that by putting faith in him. And what you got to understand is as you begin to trust, it sets the basis, number three, for a lasting relationship. Now, trust has the ability to increase and decrease. How many of you know that's true? Because you're in a part of a Living relationship. <laughs> you know, we, a lot of us men call it brownie points. You know, you can do things and get brownie points. I got a whole sack full of them today. I, I bought Debbie a whole bang of Valentine's gifts. In fact, you know, I'm kind of romantic, actually. But it's periodic. It comes and goes. But anyhow, I got a little gift bag and I decided that I would have at least a representation of everything I'd ever given her for Valentine's Day. So I come home with flowers. That's good. How many say that's good, ladies? Now, listen, y'all going to have to help me. Would you amen me, ladies? Flowers, candy, stuffed animal, card, jewel. Look at she is back there in high worship, man. Just she, she already feels a witness. But... You know, we, we call it building up brownie points. But how many of you have lost a whole sack of them by doing something stupid? You can lose them even quicker than you can get them. Yeah, you can. See, trust has the ability to fluctuate. And this is where we get in struggle in marriages. You know, if we kept doing things right, we wouldn't even need these things. It's the fact that we don't always do right. We need some of this stuff. We need to learn how to reestablish trust because sometimes we do goofy stuff. Can I hear an amen? I'm feeling a little lonely up here. 
Trust is a basis for lasting relationships. It can increase and decrease. Now, here's the fifth thing you need to understand. Trust will require you to be vulnerable. Mm. Boy, none of us want to be vulnerable, do we? We don't want to, you know, if, if I say to, to the brother, come up here, brother. Come up here a minute. Now, I want you to turn around and face folks there, would you? Just close your eyes, would you? Hold your arms out. Straight out like this way. You got your eyes closed. I can't show you. Now, what I want you to do, man, is just don't think about it. Just fall backwards. Are you going to counter anything? How many of you know he's doing the natural thing? See, there's something about it that says, I don't know. Because this guy is a joker. Hey, listen, when you close your eyes and just fall back, how many of you know that's vulnerable? It's hard to do. In fact, he still ain't done it. Have y'all noticed? <laughs> now, see, the problem is every time you trust someone, you can't calculate all the risk. You're going to have to be vulnerable. Thanks, Bob. It's very difficult to be vulnerable enough to fall and hope you're catched. Hope somebody catches you. It's a point I was making with Alicia. She learned to jump off in my arms because she realized my depth of love for her. But listen to me. As we go through life, how many of you know you don't always feel that gooshy, gooshy, mooshy, wild love? I've told people before, there's times I've wanted to hug Deb. Other times I wanted to hug her very tightly. Listen, <laughs> things change as you walk through relationship together. You don't always feel that overwhelming. But your trust level has got to be based on the ability to be vulnerable. You can Now listen to me. I'll make a statement here, and it's a tough one to hear. So look at your neighbor and say, buckle up. You can never really trust in any situation that you're still trying to control. Well, that's a tough one, ain't it? <laughs> you can never really trust in any situation you're still trying to control. How many of you know trust means you lost control? You can't handle it. You can't. We might need that break now. Amen. It's <laughs> getting tough, ain't it? <laughs> the Bible also goes on to teach us that trust requires godly fear. See, if you struggle with God and trust in him, I guarantee you, you'll struggle with every human being. Amen. How many of you know that when you're not where you need to be with God, it seems like everybody's out of step? You ever come to church about two courts low on sanctification? Anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Feel like the whole world is looking backwards at you, you know, and you just... And all of a sudden, you get in the presence of the Lord, and you repent about a half a dozen things you should have repented of, and suddenly everybody seems to be better. <laughs> Everything seems to be better. Why? Because you're getting in a place where you're not struggling with God. I want to make a statement. I want you to hear it. Stop struggling with God and learn to snuggle with God. Trust him. Get up in his arms even when you don't understand and snuggle with him. Don't struggle with him. Don't fight against him because you'll lose. Don't argue with him because he's perfect. And it'll help you when you learn to trust him and fear him. Because if you can trust and fear him, you'll also trust those 
he's incorporated into your circle. Number seven, trust has benefits. Though trust makes you vulnerable, it has the ability to increase value. Because when you trust somebody, your life becomes more valuable. When you can trust people, how many of you know people is what it's all about? The more people you can trust in your life, the more valuable your life is. If you can't trust people. Now, Brother Rick, have you been disappointed? Yeah. Have you been hurt? Absolutely. Has people let you down? Yes. Well, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to keep on trusting. I'm going to keep on loving folks. Why? Because I'm telling you, if I get to where I can't love and trust them, life's over for me. No matter how many times I've been hurt. you got to keep trusting. Because trust has benefits that nothing else will pay in your life. Nothing else will pay like trust. It'll make you vulnerable, but it'll make you valuable. And you got to be willing to trust. Now, I was uh, looking up the word honor in the Vines Expository Dictionary today. And I was shocked when I began to realize what honor was really all about. The first thing I noticed was that honor, to really honor, requires time. See, when we talk about honoring, doing things, just like I was talking about doing for Debbie today, did you know that it took some time to get all that stuff together? And I was standing there while other people were just running in and picking up something right quick to stay out of trouble. <laughs> and I'd been to four or five places in town looking for things. It takes more time to really honor somebody. And that's why in our fast-paced world, sometimes we don't honor. Because it's easier just to say I'm sorry than take the time. Honor. Honor. Everybody say honor. It takes time. See, the most precious commodity you got is time. And the more time you put into honoring somebody, the more personal it becomes to them. The more it adds to that relationship. Let me give you a second thing. Honor adds value. I noticed time and time again as I was reading in the vines this morning, the word value, 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 value. See, you show your value through your acts of honor, though your acts of honor can never really tell your real estimation of value. For an example, how many of you is given to the Lord? But how many of you realize you can never give to him what he gave to you? If you give him every dime you were ever given, used every breath you ever breathed to worship him, it wouldn't be a drop in the bucket compared to his value. Now, I remember when Debbie and I married, we, we had this ring that I got for, and the jeweler told me it was a diamond. It was hard to see with the naked eye. I still went in debt for it. That just lets you know where we were. It was a tiny little critter. And I remember giving it to her. That's all I had to give, you know. Owed on it. Prayed I'd be able to keep it because she kind of fell in love with it. I hated for him to come take it back. <laughs> Worked hard to get that thing paid off quick as I could. But 25 years passed, and I bought her a two-carat diamond to celebrate 25 years together. We was a touch better off. But did you know... I could have bought her a diamond big as that sound room. And it cannot express the value she is in my life. My best attempt is futile. 
So when you're honoring somebody, realize you're not saying this is what you're worth. <laughs> you're saying this is just a token towards what you're worth to me. Honor takes time. Everybody say it takes time. Adds value. It reveals priority. Well, when you honor somebody, they realize that you're number one. You're number one in their life. So when you honor someone, it is saying, for all that you have meant for me, I give you my time. I give you a token just to tell you, it's no way it equals your value, but you're valuable to me. I want you to understand that you're in my priority. It's important. Honor is also a means of rewarding. It's one of the ways we recognize the investment of another. Many of you have been honored on your job for doing a good job. It just says to you, we see you. <laughs> we know the sacrifice you make. Boy, how Deb has worked for this marriage seminar. You see all that stuff up here behind me? That's her. How many of you done knew that? Can I tell you what I was doing while she was doing this? Snoring. I went to bed last night. She's up 2.30. I know how valuable she is. Amen. You better reward along the way and let them know how important and valuable they are. It's a means of reward. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's afruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.